Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Main Street Finance Podcast. I am, of course, Alex, your host, and this week, I want to talk about a concept that doesn't really get much attention these days. Today, we're going to be talking about the dual income trap. You're listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast, where we take the Wall Street bull by the horns to help you achieve your financial goals. Whether it's budgeting, investing, or financial independence, we tackle the big questions in the pursuit of financial literacy. And now, your host. The dual income trap is a concept that has been around for a while. In fact, there's even a book on the topic that was written by Elizabeth Warren. Yes, the politician Elizabeth Warren. You see, before she went into politics, she was actually a professor of commercial law at Harvard, where she was a specialist in bankruptcy law. She wrote the book while drawing on her education and her personal experiences in working with women who have gone through bankruptcy. Hopefully, the book was going to prevent others from following in their footsteps. I've linked the book in the description below if you're curious and want to give it a look, but by the end of today's episode, you're going to about get the gist of what's going on here. With that out of the way, what is the dual income trap? Well, let's take a hypothetical young couple. Say they meet in college or wherever it is young 20-somethings meet. And I say that as a 20-something. I don't know where I'd meet somebody if I wasn't already taken. Well, they go on to get married, and they decide that they don't want to rush into having kids yet. A wise move, if you ask me. Well, at this stage in the relationship, it is very likely that both people have jobs and make some decent money. Let's say for the sake of math that they each make $50,000 per year with benefits. Well, the first few years of marriage go great. Fun vacations, nice cars, a good-sized house, and both spouses enjoying their careers. Well, at a certain point, they decide that, you know what, now it's time for kids. Fast forward a few months, and it turns out that when I said kids, I meant business. The doctor surprises the couple with news that they have twins on the way. It is here that the problems start. You see, during those first few years, the couple made a combined $100,000 per year. With that level of income in mind, our couple bought a house, two cars, and just generally lived a six-figure lifestyle. Well, now that there are children involved, the couple faces a choice. Do they both maintain their jobs and pay for daycare, or does one of them quit their job? This is the dual income trap. To put it plainly, the dual income trap is when a couple bases their lifestyle on the fact that they have two incomes. Well, what if something happens? Kids are the biggest and most used way that the dual income trap is used, but what if for one reason or another one spouse can't work anymore? Well, then you end up with two incomes worth of monthly expenses, but only one income to be able to pay for it. This is the trap. In the book written by Elizabeth Warren, there are several solutions presented. Most of these involve policy changes or government intervention. But there is one noticeably absent answer to this problem. And luckily, it is the same solution that works for most problems between significant others. Communication. Ideally, you and your partner will have talked about the possibility of children far before marriage. Well then, all you really need to do is to continue that conversation. Talk about what the plan is once children come into play. Do both of you want to focus on your careers? Does one of you want to be a stay-at-home parent? There should be no judgments either way, but this is something that should be addressed before you're in the thick of it. Once you've decided on if one or both spouses are going to be working, the only thing left is the question about budgeting. If one spouse is going to stay home, well then how much of a home can you afford on the remaining income? What about cars? Can the reduced income afford both of the cars you currently have? You need to look at your budget as a couple and see what changes need to be made in order for you to be able to continue affording the lifestyle you want as well as being able to afford the additional expenses 
that come with the territory of having kids. If you have this talk early enough, you may not even have to lower your standard of living by much. Say that affording your house is no problem, but the post-children income is not enough to afford both car payments. Well, as a couple, you can decide to make it a priority to pay off both of the cars before the second spouse quits their job. That way, you can keep the cars and not have the payments. If you plan early enough, if you have the conversation early enough, you can sometimes get the best of both worlds. There are a million and one ways to adjust your budget to afford a work-from-home spouse, but remember the basic rules. Spend less than you earn, save and invest the rest, and repeat. Having children doesn't change those rules. If one spouse is staying home, all you need to do is review your budget ahead of time and decide where the changes need to be made. The main takeaway here is to make sure that you and your partner are talking about money and the future. Too many couples just float around from problem to problem, month to month, without a budget and without a plan. Remember that a budget does not mean you're restricting yourself. A budget just means that you are being intentional with your money and not letting it just slip through the cracks, or where did my paycheck go, or hey, what's this money for? Have a plan. Make sure you both don't get blindsided. Talk about what you want to do in the future and how you're going to afford it. Don't forget to budget for fun, and don't forget to budget for investing. It's going to be an exciting experience to be having kids, but remember, don't forget contributing to your retirement. And with that, this has been a nice, short, and sweet episode, but I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Finance Podcast. Have a question on today's topics or have suggestions for future episodes? Send an email to mainstfinance at gmail.com. Sharing is caring, so if you learned something new and useful today, make sure you share with friends and family. Don't forget to like and subscribe to be notified of new episodes. For demonstrations and more examples, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We'll see you next time. 